0: Hi everyone, it's Alex Grzybek here, uh, founder of Confidence Rockstar Podcast and I'm your host today and today I have a special guest joining me uh, from Alicante in Spain right now, Florencia Zulberti. And let me tell you a little bit more about Florencia and what we will be talking about today, because this episode is absolutely amazing and I cannot wait to actually dive into conversation with Florencia. So we will be talking today about like regaining confidence in your kitchen. Yes, so we haven't spoken about it during the podcast episode yet, but it's very, very important. So regaining confidence in your kitchen with strategies to make healthy, simple meals with ease and full of flavor. I know many people in the world, they have no idea how to do it. And this lady will teach you how to do that. And why her? Why Florencia? All right. So let me tell you a little bit about her. So Florencia, she is a founder and chef of Tribusana. She called Kenya her home for more than 16 years. And she got Bachelor of Arts in Psychology and Health in Canada and Master of Public Health in the United States. So she's been in international public health for over 20 years. And recently in Spain, she studied to be a professional chef. And she has been working with the most prestigious wellness clinics in the world. So she has very, very international experience, as you can hear. And also, on top of that, she's a nomad on a mission, how she likes to call herself. She would like to basically bring people together at home to turn their kitchen into their favorite playground. And she also would like to show people and change the mindset of people that their health is in their own hands, not in the hands of doctors, pharmaceutical companies, and um, all the sugary factories and all this mass business that we have out there and who really care more about profits than our health. So this is her. So welcome Florencia. It's absolutely a pleasure to have you here. Uh, Thank you for having me. It's such a privilege. All right. So I told a lot about you, but I would like to kind of Dig deeper. So, uh, you know, I'm familiar with Tribusana, but of course, our listeners are not. So, I would like you to tell us how did you come up with the name Tribusana? What is Tribusana? How did you come up with it? What is it?
1: Well, like you mentioned, I grew up in Kenya. So, I lived for a, a brief moment uh, period with the Maasai. And I really got to see um, hands-on what it takes, the whole um, African proverb, it takes a village to raise a child. I saw it firsthand because there they share, like children have more than one mom in, in, in those tribes. And so I really realized that, we can keep our kids in a bubble and trying to eat healthy at home, but at the end of the day, we need to expose them because they're hardwired to socialize. So we need to start, um, I guess the word would be to incentivize uh, or in, 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 uh, in, in inspire other families and and family members, our grandparents, our our aunts and uncles, to understand that children need to socialize more towards how we used to eat when our grandparents were around or great-grandparents, as opposed to today where we're really socializing them and rewarding them with a lot of sugar, um, which is highly addictive. And so for me, the whole concept of tribu is sort of like, making selected family members but also really dear friends to become part of that tribe where we really want to inspire our children to grow with healthier eating habits so that they can actually outlive us and not be what is unfortunately scientifically today proven that the younger generations will live shorter lives than their parents because they're being Um, socialized around really terrible food, fast food, sugary, refined, processed, and so they're developing chronic diseases at much earlier ages than what we were used to seeing. So that's the concept of Tribusana. It's like, how do we go against the current? The current right now is to go to fast food, to go to convenience food, um, um, to go towards processed, towards foods that you know when they're processed we no longer have the fiber we no longer have the variety that we need um and 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 so therefore um we are really um eating chronic diseases into our system as opposed to health and food can be our medicine but a lot of us don't realize that investing in high quality food is to, is actually the most economical medical investment than if you eat fast food and then you develop a chronic disease because that's going to be more expensive in the long run when it comes to hospital visits, doctor appointments, um, medicines, and, and, you know, that, that road we know. So TribuSan is all about making people more, become aware of how our quality of life is really in our hands. And only 5% of um cancers are based on genetics. 95% of them are actually based on our lifestyle. So I want to sort of ring that alarm with Tribusana and and and, and make families return to the kitchen. There's more than two or three generations within families that no longer know how to cook at home, no, no longer know what when ingredients grow according to the seasons, they no longer know how to shop so that they can incorporate whole grains, not white rice, brown rice, You know, um, more legumes, more seeds, more. There is an interesting article, which I actually mentioned on our website, digusana.com, um, where in 2017, The Lancet, which is a British medical journal, very pristine, um, said that in, 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 in 2017, one out of five deaths was being caused not by what people were eating, but by what they were not eating, which is vegetables, legumes, whole grains, seeds, um, lots and lots of different dried fruits. Um, so there's this whole going back to eating how our ancestors ate, which is what we're trying to promote and also encourage confidence in the kitchen, because when you haven't been taught to be in the kitchen for more than two or three generations, it's almost like the kitchen becomes this, this strange um, um, kind of um, place in the household that nobody really knows what to do with. And so our our, our mission is to bring that confidence back into the kitchen and give you strategies on how to get better organized because it really, it's not about recipes. I I insist, it's not about recipes. It's about getting organized because if you don't plan, you're planning to fail. So if you want to organize yourself, your freezer, your refrigerator, your pantry, so you have a lot of healthy options, you can pull off a really healthy meal in a matter of minutes and prepare the next meal. Like without even thinking, you can do like a quinoa but do twice as much quinoa. And then you have that leftover quinoa um, in your refrigerator that you can just throw into a soup, throw into a salad, throw into a burger, um, um, uh, vegetable with beans, uh, burger, patty, and and you've got another amazing meal. So that's what Tribusana is really about.
0: I love it you know what uh, and uh, what you what you mentioned it actually got me thinking and and I I have been thinking about the life for a long time because why is it that you know nowadays we have access to all information out there, yes? I mean like our great-grandparents, our grandparents, they didn't have access to internet, online, I mean forums, libraries, like this kind of stuff. And we have everything at the fingerprint, I mean just type in Google and you have access to everything. We also like financially have much more right now, so we have access to everything. And we know a lot, we have access to a lot, yet we are going to live shorter if we don't go back to the basics. So with that, I just want to ask you, I mean, based on your studies, your experience, your work with people and how you work with people of individuals and schools and children right now, I mean, what is, why is that? What's the biggest challenge that people turn this kitchen into a stranger? Why people can't cook? Why knowing that going to fast food is not healthy? Why they still do it?
1: I think it's convenience. I think I think um, people have lost a sense of priority in terms of time. Like I, I'm a strong believer that why are we outsourcing our 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 health and our nutrition to convenient food, fast food, and then we spend so much time on you know different platforms, social media, screens, this, that, and the other when. What's the heart of a family? The heart of the family is dialogue. And so for me, if we can turn cooking healthy at home into a real family project, which means going to the supermarkets together and, and telling the kids, OK, go out into the local markets. I, I actually don't enjoy so much supermarkets because supermarkets confuse us. They have pineapple all year round. Well, pineapple is supposed to be eaten when it's really hot and tropic outside. So we need to go back to just eating what is local. So Mother Nature is super, super wise. It, it produces where we live the things that we're supposed to be eating. So if 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 going to supermarkets creates a distraction, then just go to local markets on you know on, on Wednesdays or Sundays when when they happen in, in in wherever it is your destination, where you live, and, and just buy what local farmers are producing according to the season and, 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 and invest that time in doing it. Because not only are you creating like a family project, like you, you're, you're not only um, leave, living uh, an incredible legacy to your children because you're empowering them with the, the skill set of knowing how to cook, and, and how to feed themselves according to the seasons, but you're also building a dialogue. Um, and, and that's a dialogue that used to happen. Like, I don't know about you, but I have memories of visiting my grandmother and all, all the interactions around the family was in the kitchen and we've lost that. And so I think we consciously have to bring that back, like two to three hours of the day should be spent cooking. And dialoguing and, and and figuring out how was your day. Um, I always say that that moment should be like airplane mode. Like people should just put away the, the the screens unless you're trying to follow a recipe, which is great if you're you know if it's something new for you and you want to try something new. But when you're trying a new recipe, I also like to mention that you got to cook it often enough within a short period of time for it to become incorporated into your being and then you don't have to look at the recipe anymore because I think a lot of people also get turned off by cooking when they look at recipes and they look at measuring cups and 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 is it a teaspoon a um is it a a u.s cup or a, or a, a uk cup or and and that just demotivates people so our recipes are actually based more like we give you one recipe and then we show you how to turn that same exact recipe into like four or five different recipes. So you're not learning, you know, 30 recipes, you're learning 10, but you're turning them into 30 recipes. So it becomes easier. And that's what our grandparents and our great grandparents used to know. Like they didn't follow recipes. They just knew that in order to savor, you know, legumes, you started with a pois. A pois is just, seasoning, which is, you know, a little bit of leek, onions, garlic, a little bit of carrot, a little bit of celery, and you stir that at first, and then you bring in the lagoons, and then you start cooking them. And that already has a lot of flavor. So a lot of people also think that eating more vegetables is really boring, because they don't have a lot of flavor. Well, we flavor, we season our meats. Why are we not seasoning our vegetables? We, we also need to season them for them to have a lot of flavor, but also keeping the temperatures low, because when you cook a broccoli, boil it, for example, in water for 10 minutes, it's not going to taste very good. And, and, and none of the nutrients are going to be there because you, you killed them all with you know, the high temperatures. So it's a little bit of, of like, let's go back to basics. Remember our grandparents, how they used to cook things at low temperatures for a long period of time? Why are we not doing that today? So it's, it's, it's that need to go fast that we are trying to challenge. It's that need to sort of say, hey, wait, let's regain. Let's turn our kitchen into our favorite playground. And let's spend time in the kitchen together as a family. And I think that is what makes a family healthy again.
0: I absolutely love what you said and I um, just want to kind of grab like you know one thing because I know a lot of people uh, you said like for example like we should be cooking we should be spending in the kitchen like three hours a day yeah some people will be oh my god I don't have like three hours and they just shut down they don't want to like yeah. you know they're like okay so in order to live healthy I need to spend like three hours in the kitchen okay no, that, no, no, that's no. it. And I know that this is, yeah, I know that this is not what you, what you meant. And I know you like personally and what you said late. Well, first of all, it comes down to priorities. Yes. As you said, but secondly, I know how you work with your clients. I know how you uh, help them uh, get organized and how you teach them like, you know, your recipes. So if you can tell us like, I don't know, maybe quickly, like just two tips two three tips on how to regain this confidence in the kitchen and uh, that you actually want to go there and that it doesn't take so much time
1: yeah well one of the things that I always say is um, let's change our mindset like let's not plan our meals by like what do we want to eat fish chicken or meat like that already we're starting at, at on the wrong foot because it, we're eating way too much animal protein. And I think it's great. I'm not a fundamentalist. So I, I believe that we should be eating a very varied um, uh, menu. Um, but let's reserve the the chicken, the meat, the, the fish for special occasions or once a week. And let's just do soak. What do we want to soak the night before, right? So what legume, what whole grain do we want to soak? Because that's going to cut... the the cooking time by half. And that's also gonna remove some of the side effects that a lot of people always mention when they're eating legumes that, oh no, they kind of get, make me gassy. Well, just soak them for 24 hours because that removes a little outer shell that's called the anti-nutrient, which uh, does, unfortunately, it's kind of like a a sugary substance that does uh, cause gas. But the more you soak it, the more you remove it. And you take that water and you pour it onto your plants because it has a lot of nutrients still. Um, and, um, and you add new water so that you can remove that. Um, now, when you're cooking a recipe, of course, don't just think of that recipe. Like if the recipe asks for, for example, like quinoa burgers with um, beetroot, um, cook twice the amount of quinoa. And that quinoa, Half of it, you can just store in your fridge. And the next morning, you just add a little bit of apple, a little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of oak milk or almond milk or soy milk, a little bit of raisins. And you make this beautiful porridge in no time at all, no time at all, while you're getting ready for, for breakfast. And you start your day with a really wholesome, balanced energy. Um, and, and, and that's a simple trick that I I like to mention for people. Like also when you go to the the local markets and you come home on on a Sunday, that's the day that I normally sort of um, designate as the day that I spend the most amount of time in the kitchen because it's the day where the family is kind of together and we're cooking together probably some chicken or some steak on the grill or whatever. But in the meantime, as I'm um, cutting up my vegetables and storing them in boxes so that they're very easily ready for me to use, I will use any of the stems or any of the leaves. I stick them in a large pot with water and I make a vegetable stock. Um, So we're not throwing away those nutrients into our trash, but we're actually making sure that we incorporate them when we make a risotto, when we make a stew, when we make a soup, instead of just adding water, you can add that those ingredients, those nutrients back into your food. And so it, it, it actually, it's sort of like, you need to do a little bit of prep work, maybe one day a week, and then you can pull off. Because if you have you know, quinoa already cooked in your refrigerator, all you have to do is saute some vegetables, throw some quinoa in there, and you've got a really healthy meal in less than 10 minutes. So you're right, Alex, it's not about every day, three hours, but maybe one day a week, you make the extra effort to organize yourself so that you have enough. And the quinoa, going back to the quinoa, you can also freeze it, right? In, in, in Ziploc bags, you take out the air, um, freeze it. And then you know that if you put it under warm water for five minutes, it defrosts and voila, you've got cooked quinoa for whatever preparation, whether it's your burgers, your salad, to throw it onto your soup to make it even healthier. Um, so it's, it's really about making people become more aware. I think the world of vegetables, legumes, and whole grains, once you embrace it, you realize that there's no limits to how many combinations you can mix together. And the more they're whole, as opposed to like white rice refortified. Like I have no idea why anybody would ever buy that because it just means that it's a, a, a rice has been stripped away of all its goodness and then the food industry has incorporated part of it chemically into the just buy brown rice and be done with it soak it overnight it's gonna cook in half the time and and you're getting all the goodness of something that grew without having any processing whatsoever to it
0: absolutely i really like the way how you simplify things Because as you said, like, you know, a lot of people, they are overwhelmed and they think that like the healthy diet is time consuming, expensive, difficult, complex, and you make it so easy. So, you know, like for anybody like watching us and listening to this uh, podcast, I just want to tell you that like Florencia, she has like, you know, their free granola recipe that you can yeah. download from her website. Just go to tribusana.com and you can choose either English or Spanish uh, version. You have like little flags in the corner and she has like the granola <laughs> recipe that you can download for free. And sh- this granola recipe, you can turn into five or six different things. And I know it firsthand because, you know, she made like, like granola you make cookies you make like toppings and it's freaking delicious and it's only one recipe so you know everybody go and grab it and this is how you make it Happen. It is about like, you know, simplifying everything. That's why I um, I love like, you know, seeing uh, what you are doing and like, you know, working with you and like people who you work with, they benefit so much because you are opening their eyes that it's not expensive, not complex, not difficult, not time consuming.
1: Exactly. And, and more than anything, it's about embracing color back into our diets because one of the things that we learned during COVID with my with my two kids is how 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 do you explain you know immune system to children, right? It's it's a complex phenomenon. But what we did is that we we drew castles and, and I you know I, I sort of mentioned you know for the soldiers inside the castle to be strong, they need to eat all the colors of the rainbow because every color in Mother Nature actually tells us a very specific nutrient that is going to give us health. So, we associated red with our heart, we associated orange with our eyesight, which is true. Anything that has orange has carotene, which turns into vitamin A, which is actually really good for our eyesight. And anything that's blue or purples, like you know, blueberries, blackberries, um, um red cabbage, that it, it, it actually has so many antioxidants that they're actually really good for our memory. And it is true. So I I base all of my um, teachings in a way um, on science, because for me, it's very important to, uh, you know, the internet is full of information, but a lot of it is misinformation. And I think that is what makes people struggle because one day they hear that eggs are bad. The next day they hear that eggs are good. Or one day they hear that pepper is bad. And then the next day, if you want to maximize the assimilation of, turmeric into your system, you have to add black pepper to the mix, and also a a fatty substance, you know, like, like coconut oil, so that our our bodies can assimilate, because sometimes I think we also think we're eating healthy, but we're not, right, because of all that misinformation. And, and, and so I just strongly recommend people to just think about what, what were our great grandparents eating. And if it didn't exist, then don't eat it that's like the number one easy rule. Like if it didn't exist then it's been processed, it's been refined, it's been produced by the food industry. And we just want to go back to basics. We just want to eat the broccoli. We don't want to eat the supplement that says broccoli. We want to eat the whole broccoli because also when we start eating fiber, it regulates us. And so for a lot of people who want to lose weight, just eating fiber is going to do the trick because you can't eat five broccolis you know, in a single meal, it's, you're going to get full because of all the fiber and all the good nutrients that come with broccoli. And so you're going to be satisfied for a longer period of time. than when you eat something that's refined or processed that has no fiber and therefore within half an hour to an hour, you want to eat again. So it, it, it is, um, an amazing journey to, Turn your way of eating as a, a lifestyle. I don't believe in diets that have a beginning and an end. I, I think this is all about a journey. And so that's why I talk about my five pillars of health, which is, you know, try to buy as much as you can organic, try to cook at low temperatures to make, retain the ingredients and the nutrients um, really in the ingredients. And then, uh, you know, be mindful of where you cook because there's very toxic Um, cookware out there um, which people don't are not aware of like anything that's non-stick you probably don't want to use in your kitchen then surround yourself with people that really want to embrace healthier eating habits because otherwise this journey can be very lonesome Um, and 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 you know if you're the only agent in your family who's trying to change the way you socialize around food everybody looks at you like oh my goodness, you're being so difficult. But no, the difficult part is then having to deal with disease. The, the easy part is, is realizing that our health is in our control. And so you want to, and this is why in, in, in Tribusana, there, there is a package for, for friends to book classes where they can learn to cook together and, and, and create organizer kitchens and create meals together in such an easy way that are full of flavor, but it's also bringing health into their lives. And they're, you know, they're, they're. Um, I, I'm thinking in Spanish, animando. They're, they're embracing and supporting each other along the journey. So that's the the, the fun part of it. And then the last pillar that I always say is um, make sure that every action is sustainable, because what's sitting on your plate is the world. So if, if an avocado was flown all the way from some other country on the other side of the world, why is it on your plate? You don't want that because it probably doesn't have as much nutrients as something that was locally produced and was caught off the plant like in the last two or three days, as opposed to something that maybe was cut off from the plant two weeks ago and it's sitting on your plate. And that's where um, also, uh, you know, in telling people, sometimes frozen, like frozen berries, might actually have more nutrients than fresh berries out of season. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's in a, a much more economical uh, way of incorporating berries, because berries are so good for us, are full of antioxidants, so that they can fight the free radicals in our body, so they don't turn into cancer cells. And so incorporating berries into your porridge, into your jams, you know, making your homemade jams all you have to do is you know put berries in a pot with a little bit if you want to sweeten it up put a date or two in it and just boil it simmer it for a little while and you've got this beautiful jam that has no chemicals no preservatives and you can use it over the course of two weeks and and it's full of deliciousness and you've made it at home
0: I love what you are saying and how you make uh, how you make people aware of that it's not about uh, learning new strategies, it's about coming back to basics, which is very simple and it makes sense. And don't buy into all this what's going on in the world that you need to eat sugar, you need to drink, I don't know, milk to be big or whatever. I mean, coming back to, to basics. And you kind of started saying about it, but I would like to um, touch on this as well, um, because you were saying about like losing weight and people are connecting like food, of course, with like, you know, losing weight or gaining weight, depending what uh, you would like to do. But like, tell us a little bit more, um, is there any connection, is there connection, of course, between other areas of our life um, when it comes to food and business and money and relationships and... Everything, yes. I mean, is there any connection? Because some people are like, oh, whatever, you know, I, I don't have to be healthy, which is not true. But, you know, maybe people are like, oh, I'm too busy. I don't know, making money. So I will eat McDonald's every day and I'll be fine.
1: No, no, no. I, I, I See, and, and again, it's going back to like, we're outsourcing our health, right? To fast food and convenience food. And, and, and we think that it's so hard to carry on a healthy um um lifestyle um and and way of eating at home. And of course, you can be very healthy in the way you eat, but you also have to know how to manage stress. You also have to know how to manage sleep. You have to also know how to manage um, exercise. So it's a combination. And I think unfortunately today and and I think COVID for me really rang through as a a, as a real wake-up call because it forced us to spend some time at home. And I don't know about you, but I'm, you know, I'm a I'm a mom of two little kids. And I used to overbook our weekends to such an extent that it was so stressful. Like I almost was yearning for Mondays to come around again so that we can go back into a routine because my weekends were just like this madness of me chauffeuring my kids from one birthday to another activity to this, that, and the other. And I think we need to create what I call white spaces with our kids, with our family, and with ourselves where we can pick up a book and read it. And just, you know, put all our, you know, tell our friends, tell your friends, I'm going on airplane mode two hours a day. From this hour to this hour, I am unreachable because I'm spending quality time with me. And and it's a challenge as a mom. I know I'm still struggling to try to figure that out myself, but I I think it's important. And, And just like I was saying, like, we need to prioritize. We eat three times a day. Why are we not spending the equivalent of like 30 minutes, 10 minutes per meal to organize ourselves and prepare those foods so that we can eat them at home together as a family and have that dialogue and regain that sense of I'm in control of my life. Like we need to stop, um, I think overbooking ourselves is the term and, and, and start regaining sort of saying no is important, like no to sugar. Like I, I, I think one of the what what breaks my heart are birthday parties because it's just a huge sugar fest for kids. And often my my little trick there, which I tell parents, is like feed your kids as much as you can healthy stuff, like you know bread with avocado and 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 um, lentil. Um, um, sprouts and, and or hummus with carrots and cucumbers so that they arrive at birthday parties so full that they're just not going to eat or touch all that sweetness that's, uh, you know, being exposed to them. Um, so a little bit tribusana is about like making yourself more mindful about how to cook healthy at home, but also be mindful about how to spend your time. Where do we want to spend our time? Why are we not spending more time? In our kitchen, or with our kids, or with our family members, doing the things that we know are going to bring the best health to ourselves and the best quality of life to ourselves. And that's where I often say, like, I think we're on a, a very, um, a train that's on high speed, about to crash onto the wall of collision, and that wall is disease. Most often, we do not change our lifestyles until some member of our family has crashed into the wall of a chronic disease. And so I challenge you to get off that train. Take a moment, pause and say, no, I'm going to take, you know, step away and I'm going to go back, go back to the way our great grandparents ate. That's it.
0: Yes, I agree. It is very, very important. And it uh, gets me like thinking that very often when you ask people, what are your most important values, like 90% of like the population, like, you know, will mention health in the top three. But then when you look at their lifestyle, I mean, how they prioritize, they don't eat well, they do not exercise, they do not sleep well, they do not manage stress. So like really health is at the bottom of the list. And, uh, it has to be, I mean, if you would like to live long, and if you'd like to have a vibrant life, if you would like to be able to, I don't know, play with your kids in the playground, you just cannot afford not to look after yourself. And what you mentioned is like basically teaching our children because, you know, children see children do. And by looking like at your children, how you program them from the early ages, uh, It is possible. And this is like, you know, what you, I love what you always say that, you know, children are not resistant to change.
1: No, it's the adults. Children are not resistant to change. And what's amazing also, and and I love to mention is our taste buds are are the cell in our body that rejuvenates the, the quickest in our entire body. So every 14 days we have new taste buds. So that means that if your child today does not eat broccoli, just keep feeding them different varieties of broccoli. Like don't just always boil it. Like sometimes roast it in the oven or saute it with some something else. And they might start acquiring, they or they not might, they will start acquiring a taste for it. And eventually they're going to love it because um, everything about food when it's flavored and 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 you know this when you eat a bad piece of fish you're put off fish entirely but it was one time so i always say like try it at least 10 times like don't say oh tried it once didn't like it No, no no like let's try doing it in many different formats so that we can really assess whether we like it or don't like it, or whether we repeat it or don't repeat it or whatever, and actually have an allergy to it. But you can't just say no, like we have to try. Um, and, and health, to be honest, um, I think that white space is probably the most important thing we can cultivate in our day-to-day so that we can center ourselves So that, and and my white space sometimes is while I'm cooking because I'm so comfortable with cooking that that becomes my white space. It doesn't mean that you just sit in a corner and just stare at a wall. No, no, no. It's doing something that gives you peace and harmony and comfort. And and, and that's that's our mission with Tribusana is giving you the tools and the strategies so that you can be in peace and harmony in your own kitchen and it can become fun and you know that at the end of the day you're dialoguing you're laughing you're trying new things some things go well some things don't go well but it's it's all part of the journey but as long as it's fun um it's all good and as long as it's away from you know processed refined and sugary and and if you want to reward your children, please don't do it with food and don't do it with sugar. Reward them by saying, you know, the day, the weekend comes, we're gonna go for a bike ride. Children, their biggest reward is for you to spend time with them, that's it. That's what they want, right? So why are we giving them sweets when we know that sugar is actually more addictive than cocaine, eight times more addictive than cocaine? And so now that the holiday season is about uh, approaching us, um, one of you know, my, my biggest um, missions is to try to help families socialize around healthier food. I'm not saying get rid of old traditional recipes, but let's look at the ingredients we, because we can substitute some of them with really good healthy options. Um, And so that that that's my goal right now is is to help families navigate the holiday season without so much sugar and without so much of the unhealthy stuff as as a way to be together as a family.
0: I love it. You know, I like what you are talking about, is like so close to my heart as well, because I've been like very active since um, childhood and our family is generally very active. you can see the medals on the wall actually yes one is like my husband one is mine but like I mean I've been like very very mindful about like healthy eating as well but like your knowledge your expertise and how you make things simple is so valuable and I do know that you know people who work with you they benefit like so much people who attend your workshop I mean children love it as well and they remember because you have a Uh, You have the skill of simplifying things and like, you know, teaching people to make it really easy and healthy. And uh, as we said, like, you know, regaining confidence in your kitchen with strategies to make healthy, simple meals and full with ease and full of flavor. So. I know that we can go on and on and on, but at the moment I would like um, you to tell us like, you know, I mean, how people can connect with you, how you can help them on their journey, because I am sure that people who are watching us and listening to this podcast episode, they want to learn how to navigate, for example, holiday season without uh, sugar, how to start. I mean, so tell us like, you know, what you do, what kind of of offers you've got in order to help people how people can connect with you
1: well they can obviously they can go to my website and they can book a 15-minute conversation with me Um, and so i can understand where they are in their journey so i can understand uh, how to you know what would be the first steps that i would encourage them to do Um, for me fundamentally is getting better organized um, in the kitchen. Uh, knowing which, you know, plan B, C, D you can store in your freezer so you can whip up a really super simple meal very quickly. Um, and, and you know, we're coming off from Halloween where, you know, in our urbanization, you know, we organized a big sort of Halloween get together with all the trick-or-treating of the, tr- uh, the kids. And I actually um, sent everybody sort of, you know, photos of of ideas, you know, you can actually dress up a tangerine like a pumpkin and that can be the trick or treat as opposed to sweets. Or you can slice sweet potato and dress it up with black olives and put spiders on it with a little bit of, you know, cheese on top so it looks like a web. And and, and now for Christmas, it's coming on, you can stuff pumpkins. So instead of like a, a stuffed turkey, you can actually do like a stuffed pumpkin with all the goodness of whole grains, and 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 slice that as like a, you know like a like a main meal, or or have some sides where you use kale and you saute it with a little bit of garlic and and um, um, uh, nutmeg because nutmeg actually really brings out the flavors of dark leafy vegetables. So there's all these little tricks. Um, the the point is. Is if your table does not have um, healthy options, nobody's going to try healthy options. So the point is is to bring in those new dishes or alter old recipes with you know sweet white sweet potato instead of putting cream to thicken up a soup. You know pumpkin soup right now is in, is in season. Well, don't don't thicken it up with cream. Thicken it up with a little bit of sweet potato. And, 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 and you're bringing in more nutrients and you're bringing more health into your bodies. Um, so there's lots and lots of tricks on, on how to do it. And the same goes with, you know, kids love to snack. Well, if you have big bowls of fruits lying around the house and big jars of nuts lying around the house and they get hungry, what do you think they're gonna grab? They're gonna grab that piece of fruit. They're gonna grab those nuts because nuts are actually really, really yummy. But if they only see um, candy canes and big bowls of sweets, that's what they're gonna grab. And then they're gonna feel terrible afterwards. And then you're gonna have like a hyperactive child to deal with, which we, we don't want, right? You're a mom, I'm a mom, we don't want that. <laughs> so it really is. And, and there are a lot of recipes that for example, today you can do brownies, you can do muffins with you know, sweet potato or, or lentils mixed in and the kids don't even notice the difference and you're packing it with nutrients.
0: I love it. I know that, uh, uh, people, what, um, as you said, like, you know, people can uh, work with you like in different ways, depending where they are. And I do believe that it's amazing cause you do have like on your website, tailor-made packages, but I do believe that for people will be amazing to have like, you know, free 15 minute consultation with you to see where you are and how you can really tailor the offer for them and help them move forward. Uh, I cannot stress enough how important this uh, episode is and how important our health is and how you are like the perfect people to go with on this journey. Yes. So for anybody listening, like, you know, Florencia, of course she speaks fluently in English, but she also does work with people in Spanish. So if anybody is like, um, you know, interested in like Spanish consultation, she does it as well. The website is in Spanish and in English. So all the show notes to this um, I'm sorry, all the links to the, to Florencia, like her website, her social media uh, will be in the show notes of this episode. And please do reach out to her, grab your free granola recipe from her website that you can turn into six different things, which is uh, amazing. And uh, yes, like, you know, follow this lady on social media. So, Mm. because she has a really, really big mission and she's up for a big goal. So watch her. She will be doing like, you know, webinars, workshops soon. And, uh, you know, she can really help you regain confidence in your kitchen and turn it into the family favorite playground. Thank you so much, Florencia, for being my guest. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for all your wisdom, skills, expertise. Thank you.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Alex. I really, I'm on a mission and and all the help in, 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 in raising people's awareness that we need to empower our children with the skill sets of healthy eating habits so that they can go off into the world without any chronic disease because quality of life is not um is 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 in our control it's it's not lost to old age like a lot of people think old age is synonymous with chronic diseases and poor mobility no it's not it really isn't and so i want to Thank you um, for letting me spread this knowledge, but more than anything, I think it's something that everybody has always known, right? Our health is in, is, is in our hands. For some reason we lost concept of it. And now it's just raising people's awareness that it really like just eat the broccoli. Don't, don't eat it in a capsule or whatever. Just, just eat what mother nature is producing for us according to season and locally.
0: Exactly. Thank you so much, Florencia. It's been a pleasure. And I uh, do believe that, you know, people will benefit from this episode, like, you know, big time. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for watching. If you do have like any questions, just put like a comment under the video or in the podcast. And we are looking forward to seeing you, uh, you know, inside like Tribusana. And also you can listen to other Confidence Rockstar uh, podcast episodes. So speak to you very very shortly bye bye thank you bye to get started on your confidence journey i invite you to grab free five-day email course confidence rockstar You will get five daily lessons sent directly to your mailbox, so you will have access to them anytime you like. You can grab this gift on the website alexgrzybek.com forward slash five days. All of the links to this episode you will find in the show notes below. And one more thing. I want to invite you to my personal website alexgrzybek.com where you'll find other podcast episodes and more of the free resources to help you on your confidence journey. Bye for now, and I'll see you in the next episode.